we get a work order and the tenant puts the caption maggots falling from the roof from the ceiling and i was like what and the the the, the scope is they always have to upload pictures so she uploads pictures and there's literally maggot and she, i go where are they coming from and she's like the air ducts they're literally falling onto my bed We're really excited for this Triple Win Live, a very special uh, version of Triple Win Live. Uh, if we know each other and we're acquainted, I'm happy for that. If we're not yet acquainted, looking forward to that. My name is Andrew Smallwood, Chief Customer Officer at Second Nature, and we're the host of the Triple Win uh, podcast. And uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to Laura Mack. If you know Laura Mack and appreciate Laura Mack, can we give her, uh, we, uh, people usually wait till the end to like thank the person who makes uh uh, you know, everything happened, all the trains run on time here. So I want to give special thanks to Laura Mack up front uh, for everything she does to support making these happen. And uh, we've got some special guests, our friends from PestShare uh, joining us today, which is really exciting because we, we couldn't think of horror stories. If you're like me, I've got like uh, arachnophobia or whatever it's called. Um, definitely, definitely afraid of spiders, like irrationally afraid of spiders. I've got to cop to that, admit to that. And uh, anyway, so we've got some good, good bug and infestation stories. And by good, I mean bad. We had some amazing stories submitted in advance for many of you who registered. So we're excited to highlight you and some of those stories today. And we're excited to invite some more of those in. And a couple things about today, kind of how we imagine this going. And then I'll do a little housekeeping on just upcoming events and things that are going on you may want to know about. You know, the culture of uh, of this today, we we want it to be fun. We realize there's probably going to be some things that are shocking uh, that are shared. You know, there may be some uh, lines that are stepped on for, you know, what people's tolerance is for uh, the crazy, but we know property managers, all you deal with, um, there's a lot, a lot of crazy things that you deal with where, where we ask it not to go is we're not, we're not here to name names or call people out specifically or forget to get too personal uh, that it'd be more about the situation or, you know, what, what was encountered. A lot of times that involves people, but you know, we'd, we'd ask for, uh, holding, uh, holding some dignity and respect for people, even if it was, you know, some of their most challenging or toughest moments, uh, involved there. The, uh, the other thing I would say is, um, we were, we're recording this and I think Carol Housel has some fun things planned. We've got later this month, closer to Halloween itself. Okay. Carol, is it prop terror week? Is it tales from the crib? Is it, what's the, what's the, what, I can't remember what the languaging we, we landed on was, uh, what, what we're calling it. Yes. We're calling it PM terror week and it's the week of the 23rd. Okay. So it's kind of like shark weeks, but not just sharks. I guess it's, uh, you know, the best, the best stories, uh, from PMs and, and we're going to hear some great ones today. Uh, we'll be following up on that. So there'll be a chance to continue the fun there. And I think some prizes and things that we'll be giving out. Uh, all all that week as well. So you may have a chance to be featured there, which is which is pretty cool. All right, great. With that said, uh, some quick housekeeping and then we'll dive right in. Is we've got an RBP workshop um, November 9th coming up. So that, that'll be almost a month uh, to the day ne next month. And that'll be, you know, featuring property managers who uh, are, you know, designing and deploying winning experiences for residents, investors, uh, and their team through a, a highly profitable and effective resident benefits package and 
tips for navigating that. So if you already have a resident benefits package, but you're thinking about, hey, how might this evolve to a 2.0? This could be for you. If you don't have a resident benefits package yet, this could be for you. Whether you decide to be uh, a second nature customer or not, or engage us in the formal services, this is an educational type of, type of workshop that you can get a lot of out of. And then finally, uh, we're going to have our final digital convening of, for broker owners in the TWLX format. Uh, for the year, we've got a special keynote guest that we've locked in. I'm pretty sure I can go ahead and announce this, Laura Mack, uh, that Cameron Harold, who's a multi-bestselling author, and Cameron has a TED Talk with millions of views, and it was like one of the original TED Talks talking about entrepreneurship, which is exciting. He, he made his initial claim to fame being the COO of 1-800-GOT-JUNK uh, during their heyday and big growth phase. And he's really uh, like considered to many to be like an entrepreneur whisperer and has worked with hundreds and hundreds of small business entrepreneurs, you know, in, in growing a great business. And he's got many great books on the topic of vision, uh, again, growth operations, everything to like even PR, um, all kinds of topics. And we, I think we're going to purchase some books in the name of raising some money for charity. That whole conference event will be run as a fundraiser for communities in school, uh, in schools, NARPM's charity of choice. And uh, it'll be a great, great event. So I think registration is actually going live for that. It looks like we got a link there. So it looks like we're even ready to not just save the date, uh, but you can even go ahead and save your spot for TWX for broker owners. All right. As always, you can stay up to date in the Facebook group, which was mentioned at the bottom there. That's it for my housekeeping. We're excited to get into it today, triple win live and share uh, some horror stories. I think we've got the Pest Share guys joining us here as well. But here, here's what we want to do. You know, the ones I want to kick off with, we had a couple of insurance stories and I'll help get us kicked off here. I'll share one or two here, but we'd love to hear if there's anything that falls in the category of insurance. We're going to talk about pests. We're going to open up to like move in, move out stories uh, and, and broaden up from there. But we're going to kind of kind of go by segment here and cover a couple of stories. Um, so I'll, I'll kick off with one. All right, uh, I'm going to paint the picture for here. You don't have to close your eyes. Maybe it's a little scary to close your eyes as we talk about this. But there were animals in the property and there there was pet feces in it. I'm reading it in quotes here. Covered all floors and chewed through doors, door frames, and flooring. All will need to be replaced. HVAC damage doing to be submerged by the water, the water heater. Uh, is being assessed as the wiring may have been damaged and damage to appliances, uh, the refrigerator full of molded food and missing all of the shelving. So like fully pulled out the basement cleanup and repair walls. And there were both children's and adult diapers in addition to animal feces all there. And there was an entire team sent to extract the water and the excrement. The The cost was north of 15 thousand dollars i see people with their hands over their faces i feel like putting hands over my eyes ears and certainly over my nose imagining that one uh that was pretty incredible in a way to mark it off transitioning to the next one i will say if there's nothing else i've learned if there's one thing i've learned from property managers it is that there is no such thing as a flushable wipe flushable wipes do not exist despite what marketers may want to tell you or teach you. Uh, no, there is no flushable wipe. Please do not flush anything that is not toilet paper down. But the tenant in this case flushed baby wipes uh, down, down the toilet. The main line backed up, causing sewage water damage. The master bathroom, the master bedroom, the living room, the front injury 
uh, front entry and the laundry room were all affected by the backup. And this was actually a paid claim. Both of these were actually under uh, second nature insurance policy. So over 15,000 paid on this one. This one came to $14,997.96 to cover the damages for that one. Okay. I've got one more bonus. It's a triple win. So we'll we'll cover three here before we open it up. Uh, But we want to hear some of your insurance stories or best things that would or wouldn't be hopefully would be covered by insurance. They had it. Here was a recent claim uh, that we had. Moving box bumps the stove knob, causes a a fire to start. So big fire, $45,809 claim and 91 cents. Man, it just feels like a a scene out of Final Destination or something like that. The craziest things happened. A moving box hits a stove knob, right? And there's $45,000 in damage. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So hey, uh, Laura Mack, so what's the best way we should invite people up to share some of their stories or under the insurance banner? You uh, can type in the chat, I would say. Um, that would be good. I have a story I want to share. We can call you up. Or there's a little hand raise reaction button. So down at the bottom, you can raise your hand with a little reaction. And we can call on people. Sounds good. Yeah, I know. If you're in the West Coast, it's early <laughs> to hear these stories. We're going to we're gonna need to like drink some relaxing tea or something when this triple win live is over. Uh, settle our nerves, but Karen, I see down in the, it, it may be Karen actually, uh, pronounced one property we manage has its own water treatment facility. Flushable wipes can back up a 26 unit quickly. It's a problem. It's a problem. Awesome. Hey, Laura, I, I'll leave you to uh, help support kind of like bringing people up or queuing people up here, but we'll, we'll keep things moving. Um, actually had one more come in here. Probably, by the way, if you want to share something, and uh, we'd love to hear it from you in your own words, because you're going to be the best storyteller here, but um, I'm happy to share, share, share if you're not able to do that or in a place where you can do that. Um, one just came to me that said, the dog escaped and ended up biting one of the neighbors who had to get plastic surgery due to the injuries. And there's compensation being asked for the medical bills in the amount of $7,868 and three cents. The, the actual payout of the claim I'm seeing here was actually 25000 because while there was medical bills, there's also legal liability involved in addition to that. And so uh, one of the things about Second Nature's insurance, there's dog bite claims that covers all breeds. Um, one third of all of State Farm's payouts were actually in 2017 to dog bite issues. And yet it's a lot that a lot of insurance carriers don't cover or they restrict it to like just chihuahuas itself. So, they kind of restrict the breeds, which is something to, to keep an eye and mind out for. All right. We'll have people queuing up here. I do want to come to a couple of our special guests. I think we've got Justin Clements with us, if I'm not mistaken, from the Pest Share team. I see hey, him out there. How you guys doing? We're going to bring Justin up. There he is. Awesome. Justin, good to see you, my friend. Hey, would you mind introducing yourself in Pest Share? Second Nature is proud to be partnered with Pest Share, by the way. It's something we offer in our resident benefits package, one of our newer partners this year and been great to work with. But Justin, can you give a little introduction of yourself and who best Yeah, that's great. Yeah, thank you. Justin Clements. Um, I'm sure many of you know me. Um, 
my other co-founders, Tom Clements and Landon Cooley, uh, we're with Pesher, which again, are equally uh, grateful and have had the pleasure of working with Andrew and the Second Nature team um, within the RBP. It's been a fantastic relationship thus far and continuing to look forward. But ultimately, Pesher is a, uh, a software essentially designed for um, kind of managing a lot of these um, very specific pest-related and preventable horror stories, you know, that we're all going to uh, kind of speak to. And so ultimately we, we work as a line item within, uh, you know, a benefits package, ultimately, just like what second nature, um, overall broadly manages. And so, um, we give access to their, the residents, um, via the property manager within those benefits package to give them quick and simple ways of requesting pest control services. And, uh, I'm sure as many of you will uh, or have experienced or probably will experience is some of these horror stories of bed bugs, cockroaches, uh, fleas, whatever have you that infest these uh, either multifamily or single family units. And uh, and we help mitigate a lot of that by uh, giving residents uh, first access to um, head off those issues. So, so that's us. And uh, yeah, we're excited to be here. Thanks, Andrew, for, for and Second Nature team for, for you know, co-sponsoring this with us. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Justin. I don't, I mean, part of me hopes we don't have any photos or any. Uh... <laughs> we, we, oh, we got plenty. All right. I, if you see me close my eyes, gang, again, I've just got like irrational fear as it relates to bugs, uh, an emotional reaction about it. But Justin, uh, yeah, we'd love to, to tee it over to you and share uh, a couple of kind of like the best stories that you've seen at PestShare that have been shared by property managers. Uh, absolutely. So, you know, I, I would say these are some of the early stages, one of which is probably ground zero for us, um, you know, as as PestShare started to, to kind of formulate to become and and formulate our, our you know, product market fit. And uh, one of which was a, a bed bug issue. And as many of you can imagine, or either have dealt with actually, I'm curious ha, how many people in the group have dealt with a specialty pest, whether they are bed bugs or cockroaches of sorts um, in their portfolio that they manage. That's awesome. So really statistically, you know, the, you know, 89% of people will deal with a specialty pest, whether they're roaches or bed bugs at some point in their journey along their rental process. And so I think that's ultimately what we what we do is solve that issue. And uh, I see a $12,000 bid for bed bugs here in the chat, which is not far off of, of a common occurrence, especially in multifamily as they start to spread amongst units. But um, really one of, one of those cases was early on, um, we got called out by a local property manager from Boise and uh, they had a pest control issue and it was uh, suspected to be bed bugs. So we went out to verify um, we had our local vendor, um, essentially that, um, was there to perform the service and, you know, what was a initially thought to be a one to $2,000 bed bug job turned out to be a $25,000 bed bug job, um, across all of those units. And so, you know, they're sneaky, sneaky bugs and they reproduce incredibly quickly. Lowly here has some pictures that, that, uh, we, we posted from some of these jobs. Um, you can kind of see on some of these, these photos here that these are all of the bed bugs and the, the feces of the bed bugs, those, those brown 
specks, those brown spots um, that typically reside within the corners and the seams of the beds. Um, this here is a box spring actually from a job that we did a long time ago. And uh, oh boy, I tell you what, if, if they're not remediated quickly um, and found quickly, then they're ultimately uh, going to start taking over the space. And, and we want to, we want to, in the, in the terms of, uh, of Andrew in the second nature term, we want to, we want to keep our renters and we want to evict the bugs. We don't want the, uh, the, the, the vice versa. So that's, that's one story that, that we've got there with some, some gruesome pictures here. Oh my gosh. Justin, I mean, I, I know every property manager has like a file folder. It, it, if they don't, they're about to like somewhere on their desktop that has like all of these photos of like the car that went into a living room, the ones that I'm seeing in the chat here of just like bugs everywhere, this is that. And uh, the kind of things that like you show to someone, it's like, would I manage my property myself <laughs> doing this? Do I want to manage the situation? Exactly. Helping to educate investors to the risks, you know, that are out there. So I'd encourage anybody who's here, like, hey, you know, feel free to, if you can stomach it, grab some of these photos and drop them in that uh, in that folder at home and and know the story and share the story. Uh, that's part of the value we want people to get from today. I think we've got a story actually of a, does it qualify as a pest? I guess it shot up and tell us, you know, her story of what she found. And uh, this is a good one. Well, um, we found a donkey in one of our residents. Wow. We were actually in the process of purchasing it when we first found the donkey. It was tied to the deck. What could possibly go wrong? And, um, you know, we were, we were kind of going through, walking around the corner, and um, the inspector walks around and he goes, donkey? We're like, what? He goes, donkey. I'm like, Shrek, what? What are you talking about? We walk around the corner. We find the donkey. And we're like, um, donkey. So we called the seller. We're like, you need to get the donkey out of here. Day of closing, I uh, drive past the house just to make sure the donkey is gone. No donkey in the yard, no donkey on the deck, thinking it's good. Turn around and start to come back. And I see a long furry snout in the basement door. They moved it into the basement because the seller had called and animal control was out looking around trying to find this donkey. So the tenants moved it to the basement to try to hide it. So that was a fun one. We did manage to evict the donkey rather quickly. I called a friend with a horse trailer and said, move it out of here. They could pick it up from wherever you take it. Oh my gosh. So wait, there was somebody who came by with a trailer and that's how the donkey got moved? I, I talked to Brian over with a with a horse trailer and we loaded up the donkey until the residents could find a more appropriate place to take it. And yes, I charged them rent for storing the donkey on my friend's property. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That falls under the uh, unauthorized animal. Is it, is it emotional support donkey or... Uh, that's right. They had and no documentation. It's out of here. Hey, Shauna, thanks so much. Uh, can we give Shauna a round of applause? A little Zoom round of applause? Just imagine uh, the crowd going wild here, Shauna. You can see him clapping on behind their mute barrier there. But uh, Shauna, thanks for jumping in and sharing. Um, Justin, I think we've got time for one more from you and the Pest Share crew. Do you guys have another another pest story we can we can share here? Actually, yeah, there was um, so there was a, um, a a job that actually in my early days as a, uh, a technician, a long time ago. There was actually an issue when it came down to um, roaches, and so 
the roaches were essentially, it, it was thought to be a very mild infestation. And so they called because they had noticed it one evening. And in most cases, it's the evening time that, that you'll notice one or two of them scurrying around here or there, but it was in their kitchen. And uh, ultimately, when we sent the crew out to inspect, we pulled out, which again, ultimately, a lot of times they'll, they'll go back behind water sources. And so in a lot of times, the cases was they'll go up underneath the cabinets, they'll go underneath the sink, um, pantries, but in the most common places is going to be behind refrigerator and underneath stoves um, or ranges. And then the worst part that we encountered was when we pulled out the dishwasher unit, there were just thousands, thousands of uh, roaches that were sitting behind there, um, just breeding and multiplying as, as uh, you know, as if they, they were, you know, paying rent. And so ultimately that's, uh, that was a, one of the worst roach jobs, um, that we had encountered before. And, uh, it was, it was, uh, ultimately once we found the issue, it was fairly easy to remediate. But the matter of the fact was a lot of times when it comes to the specialty, the roaches, the bed bugs, it's, it's when they become an infested, you know, number of them that we start to notice because the, it gets, the space gets overtaken and they have to therefore spread and, and come into common place or common areas. And that's when people notice them. So a lot of times those are the cases where when you're noticing a few here and there, generally you're going to find them in their most common places, either overcrowded and, uh, and you don't, you don't want that to get to that point. So, uh, usually the, the quickest way of doing it is heading off the situation as as soon as you notice them. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a terrifying event. And I felt like I probably, after I pulled that out, I uh, I felt like I needed to go home and, and just take a bath in, in uh, you know, pest control product, roach product. So that, because uh, I felt them just crawling all over me ever since, you know, for like a week. So, so uh, that was, that was a, a tough one. Oh man. And Justin, I'm just curious as a follow-up question, like what's the range of cost for like roach treatment? You know, Hey, if it's relatively early on and you're handling it versus like, Hey, if it's kind of a severe infestation issue, like what's a, what's a typical, and I know that probably depends by market a little bit, but just kind of a directional. Yeah. yeah obviously, you know, markets are, are different regions, you know, types of, uh, types of roaches are also very different to treat. Um, but on average, you can expect a roach job to be anywhere from as little as $500 to upwards of $2,000. And it and the severity depends um, because if you find them in single locations or if you find them in multiple rooms, that's especially in single family, um, that's when you start to really jump the cost up to upwards of three to 4000 depending on, on multi-room infestations or severities within a, in a particular room. So, so it's, it's always best to, to catch it early and often. Um, but again, I think the, the best case is giving the residents the opportunity to catch it before they move out or before it gets so bad that they say, Hey, let, uh, this is your problem now, not mine. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I love how the on-demand pest control makes the responsibility transparent and clear of, hey, this isn't just something on page six of my lease. This is something I'm responsible for, but here's a cost-effective way to ensure if something happens, 
you can immediately right have a way to get great service coordinated quick before it becomes a bigger issue, which uh, you know is the highest value way to solve the problem for everybody. Hey, we've got a couple more people. I think we're going to queue up Karen Jordan here. I think we have Liliana. I see. Probably we'll come to you next. After that, we may we may have Jen Rulins and Shauna again. Right as as we queue Karen up here. By the way, I I alluded to this earlier, but I didn't say specifically. We talked about prizes, and I realized I didn't say what the prizes were. So I do want to call out what the prizes are specifically. If you know the Pest Share guys, like at Second Nature, we're known for like the purple jackets. They are like the orange shoe movement that's going on. They've been raising money for charity. Uh, people the same part after ourselves for community and schools, which has been great to see. And they have these awesome like orange shoes uh, that they and many of their customers and fans have been wearing. So I think Pest Share has agreed to actually give give a pair of orange shoes for like the best pest story uh, told by a property manager, which is great. Second Nature, we're gonna we're gonna spoil a surprise that's coming up at Narpam Nationals this week. So you're you're catching this here live, and you're gonna get the first to know. Um, we've been working for a couple months on making a cards against property managers game, right? That property managers can play. So if you're familiar with cards against humanity, basically imagine that, uh, but all like contextualized for property management. So there's like the action cards and the and the answer cards. Uh, and, and fun to play. So we're going to have uh, some of these at Narfram Naturals, but we're actually going to be giving one away uh, today to one of the best horror stories shared today. So with that, Karen, no pressure, prizes on the line. Uh, we're coming okay. to next fun story. I think this is like the best Zoom class you guys have had. I mean, this is like, I can't look, I can't hear about you, I can't stop. This is right. amazing. Okay, so we get a work order and the tenant puts the caption maggots falling from the from the ceiling and i was like what and the the the, the scope is they always have to upload pictures so she uploads pictures and there's literally maggot and she, i go where are they coming from and she's like the air ducts they're literally falling onto my bed i was like this is not even a thing like how could this even happen so of course the owner's like oh she must be breathing something in we send a pest company out there they're like no these are the larvas of a beetle and they've infested the area in the neighborhood. So it's not just her. It's kind of like time of the year. And these beetles are laying their eggs and they fall from the air. And they were all over her bed. And it was like that. I can't look, but I had to look. And it, it was disgusting. It took almost a month to treat them, to finally get rid of them. But yeah, literally maggots on her bed. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, Justin, I wear a side stick in those shoes. So. There you go. <laughs> oh, shot. That was incredible. Karen Jordan, thank you for sharing that. Uh, Liliana, we'd love to bring you up next. Come on up to the Zoom stage. I think uh, this story has some feet and a tail on it, it sounds like. Hi. So um, I'm with Result Property Management, and we are kind of still remedying the situation. We just found out um, with our appliance guy, so it's probably repeated, but the rats ate like the whole tub of the dishwasher out this was a brand new dishwasher that we had to replace because of the rat we sent the first pest control guy out there we thought it was over with but you know how rats they are and they like to multiply a lot so um we thought it was remedied but it was not then we got lots of pictures of the rats of them trapping them and all kinds of things like that so we ended up having to sit a, a second pest control person out there and they were just come it wasn't a duplex, so they're coming in between like going back and forth and there is 
many, many, many of them. They ate through everything they the with the insulation, the electrical wires, just everything. So it was pretty bad. Wow. So we're guilty. Liliana, that's incredible. I mean, incredible is the word I have to say. So oh, thank you for sharing that. Justin, sorry, were you going to add something? I, I just ha- I just have a fun fact ultimately with rats because uh, rats are an incredible nuisance and, and very damaging. And I would say that that in particular to investors and your, your owners, a lot of times, you know, they, mice can fit through anything that they can fit their head through and likewise rats. And so oftentimes the size of a dime for mice is the opening that they can, that mice can fit through, which is why a lot of times you'll find them coming through uh, the ventilation through your uh, dryer. They'll oftentimes coming, come through uh, the same thing from underneath crawl spaces within the, um, the openings of the plumbing because that's their their easiest access points and the same thing with rats they can fit through the size of a quarter which if we all know there are plenty of those spaces within um all of those properties that we manage and so just wanted to throw out that fun fact there because that's it's not an uncommon thing and surprisingly just like you mentioned liliana they can chew through soft metals aluminum um they true chew through uh, electrical cables oftentimes amounting to more of those issues that that need to be remediated and fixed when it comes to property damage themselves so catching those early is important that was a great story oh man uh, okay next in the queue we've got jen rulins on the call great love to see that hey jen hi guy well, I have to tell you, I've got a bad one. Now, this isn't, you know, maggots or rats. This is bad. So, like, for real. So, it was Halloween, but I didn't remember that it was. I got a call after hours. Uh, one of our big Victorian buildings has about 12 units in it. Somebody tells me there's the coroner's truck is out front. You got to go. Somebody's dead. Okay. So, I run out there, and it was a very sad story about a man who lived alone on the second floor, and his family hadn't heard from him. His family climbed the fire escape, climbed in the window, and found that he had, in fact, passed. And, um, you know, called emergency services, so I'm there as the landlord, and I've got the family. I'm very petrified of seeing dead bodies. Still, never seen one. And the coroner informed me that this was not so much a person anymore, but more of a puddle. A puddle full of maggots, Justin, and we should have had you. So... There's quite the scene, right? There's a fire truck and police cars and a coroner's truck. And they call in the squad, six guys in white suits. And they take the white bag upstairs. And I'm keeping the family away. And I'm so excited to, like, get done with this. I'm opening and propping up the door so I can hide and not see the whole situation. As I'm propping open the doors and the six men in the white suits are at the top of the stairs, bringing the very saggy bag down the stairs. I look out on the street and I see hordes of little children in costumes because I had forgotten that it was 6, 10 p.m. and it was trick-or-treat. And I have essentially a haunted mansion with a bag of people puddle coming out the front. And it's not invisible because there's so many cars and vehicles and it was just, I just hid. I just hid. And that's what I did. And it was horrible. And anyway, that's what happened to us. It costs a lot to get that stuff out of a unit, too. And insurance won't cover it. Jen Rollins, there was tragedy, there was horror, there was comedy. <laughs> You're getting all of it. Oh, 
party, party. Great telling. <laughs> hey, we need a expansion pack on the cards against property managers. That's for some- exactly. I love it. Oh my gosh. Uh, Jen Roland, thank you for sharing that. I, I, you're going to win something. I don't know what it is yet, but you deserve, you deserve a prize for that story. Great stuff. Hey, I, I think we've got, uh, it looks like Shauna has a story. We could bring Shauna back up. Well, our story actually kind of ties into Jen's because we also what? had a dead body in a property, but ours was the opposite of the puddle. So it started when he hadn't paid rent and we're trying to peek in the windows and looking around to see any signs. And we think maybe the tenant has moved out and just forgot to tell us. So we go in and discover a dead body on the floor, but it's not the tenant. It's someone, this person looked like they were black and the tenant was white. So when we walk in and see this person, it's like, oh my gosh, did our tenant kill somebody? And now he's on the run. So we're walking around trying to find signs. And then we see in the garage, both of the tenant's vehicles are still in the garage. His stuff is still here. In the meantime, I'm on the phone with 911, talking to the 911 operator who's trying to get me to go over and get CPR to the, this person. And I'm like, no, I'm not going over there. This, is, this body is definitely dead. It is not, there is no bringing this thing back. And um, so about this time, the person that was with me has been looking through the house and they go, you know what? I think this is actually the resident. And we start looking and we realize, oh my gosh, it is. They've just, their skin has darkened and they look a little different. So we start just having this conversation amongst ourselves and the, and the person on 911 is like, hey, hey, what's going on? Talk to me, talk to me. And we're, we explain to her what's going on. She goes, uh, yeah, you can wait outside. You don't need to stay in there with the body anymore while the authorities get there. Anyway, when the coroner arrived, he informed us that the body had actually mummified. Um, The AC was down so low, he had a fan blowing on him, all this stuff. The body had actually mummified. And when they did the autopsy, they realized the skin had dehydrated almost a full inch in. So we had the opposite of the puddle, which was actually really great from our perspective because the cleanup was much easier. So, it was arm dead body story? Oh my gosh, Shauna, what a story! Wow, I'm I'm he- I'm seeing in the chat that like I feel like if somebody's been in property management for long enough, there's going to be some tragic event that happens at a property property at some point involving a resident or somebody else. These are uh, these are wild puddle to mummy. Oh my gosh, Laura Mac, uh, that's what I remember for our queue. In our order here, yeah, the, the stories are escalating, I feel like, at this point. We're, uh, what uh, what do we got next? I know we've got a couple more in the hopper here. We might wrap a minute or two early, but we got time for a couple more. Where should we go next? If anyone else has one, I know Jen has another one up her sleeve. Um, I, I say we, we go to Jen, and uh, I, want, I think we have some more time, so let's let's keep them coming. It's okay, possible. Shana, how to see it going through you. Have some Jen, story. Jen has a sequel here. Okay, was it was it on Halloween or no? This one wasn't on Halloween, but they're dead. I'm sorry. Um, so how did this story go? The tenant was evicted in October. The um, cleanout didn't happen until December for many reasons. So the crew was sent to trash out the unit. 
and found all kinds of things like you do in an eviction. One of the things was a rolled up carpet. And they had put everything out on the back balcony so they could start the interior work. And they got a trailer and they're throwing stuff from the third store down into this trailer to make expedient work of the trash out. And the carpet that they had put on this metal balcony had frozen to the balcony because it's December. So they used their brains and all three of them just uh, gave it hell and kicked it loose. And um, two of them get it up and they hoss it over the side. And when they hoss it over the side and they look down, two purple feet fell out of the end. And then use those genius brains again and ran downstairs and cut it open so they could just really see next door to the police station by the way um, all the ladies in this room probably would have went to the police station but these guys cut it open and by the way when you cut it open your duds are destroyed they will never come back we had to buy outfits and boots and so what had happened was a woman who um i, I suppose she lived on like disability kind of limited income and she had a man living with her and uh she died and he didn't kill her according to the cops but he did roll her up and let her sit there for 17 months and then he did get himself evicted and didn't take her with them and guess where they found her former roommate at her son's house he had told everybody she had just moved away she had moved away and wasn't talking to anyone anymore she was he was living with the son and so anyway we solved the crime because our maintenance tech knew exactly who it was it's a small town said you could probably find them between here and here walking on the street and they got them but yeah we had um We've had a tourist attraction at that building for a while because it made the news and people would take um, pictures in front of it. So, yeah, that was that. And he didn't kill her. That's what we'd say. Ben Rollins, man, another another story. Well, no, so. they have stories. They're just not any of them. You know, I've often heard property managers say, like, to be a property manager means you're, like, one part babysitter, one part counselor, one part... It seems like also... Uh, like law enforcement investigator or crime scene investigator <laughs> or I covered a lot of ground here, the, the complicated world of property management. I love the comment I saw just a moment ago here as the stories have really, really, uh, really warmed up. I think it was from Amanda. I've never been so happy to be signed up for Triple Win Live and I've never been so sorry I did at the same time. That captures a lot of the, a lot of the feels right now. Great stuff. Hey, uh, Here's what we're going to do to start to to bring this thing home for now. I want to invite, if there's any last minute shares, we've got time. Again, we got a couple prizes to give away. So we're going to give away some prizes. So if there's any last minute shares, we'll, we'll invite in a last minute share or two of a great story of like your craziest move out and the the horror or nightmare that you saw it move out. Or, you know, it could be could be something else. Really, any, any, anything's fair game at this point. So we'll invite any stories in. Uh, and we'll give our prizes away. The uh, Justin, was there anything else, anything else on your end that you wanted to to share, cover before we wrap up today? You know, I I've just been enthralled in all these stories. I think uh, I think you're totally right. The sentiment is totally captured in that statement from Amanda. It never been so sorry that we did, but never been so excited at the same time. And it's uh, these all these stories have been amazing. So. I love how they're capturing also the the essence of property management too, because because uh, you never know what you're going to encounter, and you know when it comes to kind of just ultimately that we approach many things is being prepared um, and having everything that you are doing everything that you can to be prepared first and foremost for for the the chance encounter is is going to set you up for success. So 
um, big proponent of that, but, but absolutely that's, that's been an, um, uh, it's been an amazing webinar thus far. So what a fun, fun triple win live to have with you all. I hope this is entertaining for you and cathartic for you and just, uh, enjoyable as well as maybe even a little bit of insight around some of the risks that are there. I hope you're compiling that special folder on your desktop of all the stories and all the photos, everything else. Second Nature is going to work to compile a lot of that with the Pest Share team uh, and with all of you. So we can package it up nicely and you can just add whatever else you've got. Keep an eye out for Terror Week, PM Terror Week, coming soon to a social media channel near you. And that wraps up another episode of the Triple Win Property Management Podcast. Thank you for pressing play. We hope you've gained valuable insights and inspiration. The Triple Win Property Management Podcast is proudly produced and distributed by Second Nature, where we believe in a triple win, building winning experiences for your residents, investors, and your teams with the only fully managed resident benefits package. Visit rbp.secondnature.com to learn more and talk to an RBP expert in your area. If you have any questions, comments, or want to weigh in on the conversation, we'd love to hear from you. Email triplewin at secondnature.com. That's triplewin at secondnature.com. Stay connected with us beyond the podcast. Visit our website at rbp.secondnature.com to stay updated with upcoming property management events and articles. And don't forget, you can keep the conversation going in the Triple Win Property Management Facebook group. It's exclusively for property managers. To receive even more valuable insights and updates, subscribe to our newsletter. You can find the link to that and much more in the show notes. On behalf of the Triple Win community, this is Laura Mack thanking you for tuning in. And on behalf of Second Nature, this is Carol Housel. Check back soon for another exciting episode. Until then, keep striving for that triple win.